0: Hello and welcome to episode 19 of caffeinated yogi talks today's episode is going to be kind of short but hopefully very sweet i work a lot one-on-one and in a group setting to provide mobility programming to some badass babes and one of the biggest questions i've been getting recently is what is mobility Or sometimes people think they know what they're going to get and then they start working through mobility and they're like, uh, I was not expecting this. So today we are going to take a hot second to quickly define and hopefully understand the main difference between stretching and mobilization and maybe even throw in a bit of yoga here and there. So grab yourself your favorite cup of joe and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Okay, to start, let me tell you a bit about my background. I am a yoga teacher, also a personal trainer, and CrossFit coach. But what sets me apart from the zen and the strength combo is I am a certified functional movement specialist. With the knowledge from my FMS and other movement things, I have developed a love for mobility over the years and truly love seeing how it helps others. Now that you know a tiny bit more about me, let's take a minute to educate and then relate. First, I am going to define stretching. Stretching is defined as to be made or to be capable of being made longer or wider without tearing or breaking. It might also be defined as the extending of one's body or part of one's body to its full length. Next up, let's define mobility. Mobility is a manual therapeutic technique that fosters movement in stagnant tissues and joints. It is the action of making something movable or capable of movement. Now, I know you might be thinking a few things. Like, well, these two kind of sound the same. Or I've done both of these in yoga. Or maybe you're just like, WTF is the difference. I get it. I feel ya. Let's dive in more. The two really are pretty similar. Hence why some mobility movements are called, and I quote, dynamic stretches. Because you are adding mobilization techniques to a stretch. Now, let me give you an example that is not related to the body before we dive in a bit more. Think of a hose that you would use to wash your car. The hose kinks and you lose water flow. Are you going to pull on the hose and then bam, there's no longer a knot there? Or are you going to manipulate the section of the hose to get the kink out? I'm going to assume you're going to walk over to the knot and begin to fidget or wiggle around it to help loosen the knot and therefore get the final product of a straight hose and water back onto your pretty little cart. You might even manipulate the knot to detangle the hose and then try to lengthen the small parts to get it as long as possible. Meaning you are mobilizing first and stretching second. I am not saying that we are always a water hose, but more times than not, whenever you relate this to our bodies, we truly need that. We need the mobilization first and then maybe the stretching second. Stretching might feel good and I mean that very relatively speaking as I'm going to assume that I have some strong ass people listening that have gotten into a stretch the day after some heavy lifting and just tightened up like a mofo before you're able to relax into the stretch a little bit. It can take a while for the long term effect of stretching to kick in. Think of the hose again. If you kept pulling on the hose and trying to get the knot out just from the pulling motion, it might do the trick after walking away and coming back to the mess like, I don't know, 10 freaking times over again, but it's going to take longer than if you were to walk up and manipulate the problem at hand. Therefore, stretching will take longer than mobilization. Research has shown it takes 3 minutes per day of stretching roughly 4 to 6 times a week for at least 10 weeks before the length of the tissue is changed whereas tissue mobilization techniques can be performed for 3 minutes a day for 2 to 3 times a week before there is revelant change in the tissue. Now please note too that both of these examples are this quick little stat if you will. This is talking about one part of the body. So I'm not saying that you need to stretch for three minutes or mobilize for three minutes and then bam no matter what with either technique in 10 weeks you will get there. I'm Instead saying that this might be relating just to the wrist. Like maybe we're just talking about the wrist. And are you stretching the wrist or are you mobilizing the wrist, right? I'm not saying three minutes for head to toe. Let's also understand that stretching is not bad. For some, myself most definitely included, a good few stretches before bed is a true game changer to a lovely bedtime routine. And if you just listened to the last episode, you know that sleep is slowly becoming my jam. And please note, I am not saying that you should never stretch. If I was, to be honest, I would be a pretty shitty yoga teacher. Which leads me to the thought of yoga. Within yoga, you work to strengthen the body, specifically the really small muscles that a lot of weightlifting and hit style workouts just cannot touch. And, something to add in here that I did not mention before, another thing that makes the process of mobility and stretching different is that core activation is 150% needed with mobility work, and with stretching, not so much. Anywho, yoga also challenges your balance, physically and mentally, it strengthens your breath, it stretches the muscles, and sometimes incorporates mobilization techniques, For example, if you are in a vinyasa class or you'll probably see it on a schedule titled something like flow, your instructor might have you move back and forth from a low lunge to a half split multiple times. Those poses mixed with the movement back and forth is a very basic example of mobilization. Your instructor might also have you hold one or both of those poses for a long period of time, which then incorporates the stretching piece. Some mobility practices are easy to add into a yoga class or to a stretching session. However, others, not so much. For example, a prone thoracic band pull. For this exercise, you would tie a band onto the rig or something sturdy if you're at home while laying on your belly. You would then work on pulling the band towards the ground while keeping the chest lifted. The band is typically strong enough to assist, but not so strong that it would pull an athlete to thoracic extension. The athlete should think about like articulating the movement through each vertebra. Now, in a yoga class, you might work towards engaging the same parts of muscle by having your arms overhead and doing a Superman-style lift while laying prone on the ground. It is similar. It will help activate some of the same things, but not all of the same things. So now that we have a basic understanding of stretching versus mobility, you might be wondering which one you need. (laughs) Well, guess what, folks? You probably need both. Let's pick on running for a hot second. If you have a tissue length limitation that affects your required range of motion for running, think tight calves, hip flexors, low back, etc., then stretching is appropriate. But the key thing to recognize and understand is when the stretching should occur. Maybe a tiny bit of stretching pre-run, but get most of those longer stagnant holds in post-run. Rather than stretching for 30 minutes to get your body all loosey-goosey, a muscular warm-up so you feel loose and flexible while incorporating mobility exercises is a better way to go. These dynamic movements change the perception of the muscle rather than the length, causing you to feel more prepared for the run. Sometimes you'll hear people say that this is a way to trick your central nervous system. And I agree-ish right? So some examples of movements that I would recommend before going on a run, and let's say we're talking like three miles, which I know some of you might be like, that sounds awful, but realistically guys, that's not that long, okay? If you have a tight hip flexor or low back pain, you might love the pigeon stretch. Cool, do a pigeon stretch before, that's fine. But we're not talking about this long hold here. Like less than a minute to get both sides in and then keep on moving through. We want to warm the body up. A long jog as you're focusing on your foot pattern. Moving your way through some lunges focused on pelvic tilts and then maybe even some jumping lunges moving it to Cossack squats and then maybe going from a Cossack squat all the way up to standing and you hug the knee into chest. These are different mobilization techniques that are going to physically help prepare the muscles, not necessarily just trick your central nervous system. Lastly, maybe you aren't looking for what you need before or right after your lift, workout, run, etc. But instead, you are just wondering How you should add mobility and stretching modalities into your regular routine during other times or on your days off. And my best form of advice here is to get a coach. Now, some of you might have rolled your eyes as you're thinking, I'm trying to be all sales like, but I'm actually just trying to give you the real damn truth. Think of it this way you have a toothache, you go see the dentist, you have a stain that you can't get out of your suit. You go to the dry cleaner. Or I guess luckily with 2020, you just throw on a sweatshirt instead and call it a day. You need to check in with your furry friends. They're not feeling the best. You take them to go see a vet. If you are looking to actually get your body moving like butter, why would you then not reach out to a professional? And if for some reason that does not resonate with you, my next piece of advice is to just start somewhere even if it is 10 minutes throughout the whole entire week. Because that is 10 minutes of work that your body didn't have before. That is 10 minutes working on your tin man-like self as we then give it a little bit of oil. Mobility is a piece of the caffeinated yogi that I am oh so freaking passionate about. I have been working in this field for years, and I honestly only grow to love the process more and more as time goes on. If you are looking for any very basic free mobility techniques, I definitely recommend you go check out my Instagram, which is at DanielleTheYogi. The cool thing with IG now, if you are not familiar, is that there are a little guides section. And I have a mobility section, so I have some, they're very corny, but uh, very easily accessible, easy to do, very quick mobility techniques, and I try to pinpoint just like one part of the body as we go through them. Before you go, one quick takeaway. Stretching is good, mobility is good. They are different, and you need both. Even if you think you don't need both, you are wrong, I'm sorry, you do need both. (laughs) If you have any more detailed questions besides the fun little free stuff that you see on Instagram, please check the link in the show notes or send me a message. I'm happy to answer any questions to go over what my one-on-one programming looks like. If you're like, oh gosh, I know I can't afford this, I promise you're probably wrong because I make it the most affordable thing possible on this very cute app with demo videos and it's just fun. It's fun. Who doesn't like fun? (laughs) And last but not least, if you found any value here, please go over to the show and give it a five-star review or maybe something written if you're feeling spunky. That's all I have for you today, guys. Until next time, namaste and slay boo Okay, wait. There is a little bit more. I've heard of others doing this on podcast and I kind of think it's cute, so why not give it a try? As I said earlier, I promise I'm not trying to make this episode sales-like. This is simply a question that has been coming into my inbox and I wanted to take a moment to address it. However, I do truly appreciate you listening and sharing my podcast with others. And I want to simply say thank you keep the show notes, click that link. If you are interested in one-on-one mobility and or strength programming with yours truly, use the code POD10 to save a few buckaroos. <laughs> Thanks guys. Until next time, for real this time, namaste and slay Boothang.